0: Hello everyone, welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys Trashy TV. I'm Jillian.
1: And I'm Megan. And we're back! We're back! Yay! We apologize for not releasing an episode last week, but um, we announced it on our social medias, but we, if you didn't know, both of us are chronically ill in (laughs) several different ways, and sometimes... they just kick your ass and you just gotta be you gotta just try again next week
0: yeah on the same note i uh, the whole reason that it was all fucked up was because i have a bone tumor on my leg which is insane it's not cancer i'm just growing a new bone because i needed more bones to be more spooky
1: i mean 206 is not enough yeah, I got 207, bitches. Fuck yeah, you're so much better than any of us. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <sighs> it hurts to be this good.
0: But um, <laughs> yes, so I'm getting surgery on that at the end of June, so our schedule may get a little wonky, but we're going to try and pre-record a couple episodes so that we don't yeah. end up missing a week again.
1: Just thought I'd let you guys know. Yeah, just a heads up. We're going to try not to miss any episodes, but our schedule might be a little different in the next several weeks, but... We're going to try to make it as normal as possible.
0: I mean, I'm still kind of hoping that it has, like, teeth.
1: I mean, that With would be tongue. awesome. Yeah. That I'd would be cool. It, I'd Fuck keep yeah. it in a whole jar. Like pet. <laughs> yeah. You got to name it. It'd be whole, a whole thing. Yes. It's like your child. You grew that. It's your child. Like... It's my leg child. Exactly. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing, Jillian. <laughs> It's not. It fucking hurts, man. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. Okay, let's move on. I think
0: I should name it Spurgeon.
1: Oh, hell yeah! The demon bone tumor Spurgeon. It fits perfectly.
0: Okay, we're getting Spurgeon removed.
1: Bye, Spurgeon. (laughs) Later, skater. Later. Okay. So, Jillian, what Mm -hmm. have you been watching the last couple of weeks?
0: oh my god so we've been on a really big like catch up on all of the trash like early 2000s horror that we didn't see so like we watched like what lies beneath oh fuck yeah yeah
1: it's been a while since i've seen that one but i remember it
0: i never had watched it because it came out at a time where i was still too anxious to really enjoy horror movies Mm. so i got so scared by the trailer that i just mm -mm, couldn't handle it and now i'm like okay no this is amazing like good for her (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't really remember like specifics, but I do remember enjoying it whenever I watched it. Yeah. Which was a long time ago, to be fair.
0: Well, it's still good. It still holds up.
1: That's good. Maybe I'll have to put it on my list. You should. Of rewatches.
0: But we also st- we also watched binged all of Mare of Easttown this past weekend. Oh,
1: okay. I haven't watched any of that.
0: I thought it was not going to be that good, but <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Just watch it all. I don't want to spoil any of it. What is it
1: even about? Like, just like a general, I don't even really know what it's about. So
0: Kate Winslet is a detective in a small town, um, and they have a girl go missing, and she can't solve it, and then another girl turns up dead, and it starts this whole thing. And it kind of hinges on the fact that she recently lost her son to suicide. So that's the, like complexity of her character
1: that intrigues me
0: yeah it's really good it's only seven episodes but they're each like an hour and 10 minutes so it's cool a lot but oh my god it was so good and everyone's like freaking out about it
1: i'll have to put it on our on our list because i think that's something that Kyler and i would both like to watch yeah
0: i think Kyler would like it it's very well done like it's very like cinematically cool yeah yeah Um, okay and the other thing that we started because i literally have just been sitting on the couch because mris fucking suck (laughs) yeah um is we started watching on discovery plus who the fuck did i marry or who the bleep did i marry is what they call it Okay, yeah it's really good i've seen it
1: i've seen a couple episodes of that and a long time ago and i remember it being like holy shit fuck
0: yeah because like most of the time we will skip episodes in like discovery trash true crime stuff that are like husbands abusing wives because we're like that's not surprising men are trash so this was amazing because it's like my husband turned out to be a cuban spy
1: yeah i want to be fully shocked at these secrets yeah i don't want to exploit
0: your abuse i want to exploit your story exactly you're marrying a cuban spy
1: please exactly please
0: it was so good it's so good we're only like halfway through the first season but i think we found our new fear thy neighbor
1: hell yeah I'm happy for you guys. Thank you. What have you guys been watching? So this is the last week I'm going to talk about it, I promise, because we're <laughs> literally going to finish it tonight. But we're, we've we been finishing up True Blood. We have like mm. three episodes left, I think. And so Man. we're finishing it tonight. I'm actually like kind of sad because I've really enjoyed rewatching it. Like I've even enjoyed rewatching... The later seasons which I don't really remember enjoying when I first watched them like it was just yeah. fun even though they weren't as good as the first few seasons but like as a whole it's just a fun show and I love the characters and it's just it's so good I yeah. mean it's bad but it's good I mean that's it's the whole bad premise of this show so it's fine <laughs> yeah um so I'm, I'm kind of sad about it but that's why I was thinking maybe we can m- watch Mare V's Town now we need mm-hmm. something new to fill the hole. Yeah, exactly. Other than that, um, I've been watching, I started watching Cruel Summer, which oh, yeah? is, it's a free form show, I think, but I've been watching, it's on Hulu, and it's like a weekly release show, but like, a sev- like a lot of it's out already. It started like a while ago. And it's basically about, it's like every episode is one day, but it's like three years apart on the same day. And it's telling the story huh. of this girl- who was like abducted, um, and like held hostage and then released like a year later. And then how how this other girl's story like entwines with that, and like maybe she knew about it and didn't tell anyone, and it's like full trash. I mean it's Hell a fucking yeah. freeform show, like ABC family, like come on. Yeah. But it's been it's been fun. So I oh, it's, man. it's a good like summer mystery trash show.
0: Oh, I'm here for that. I had read it, like read the name of it on Twitter, and someone said Mm -hmm. it's it's a freeform show. Like, don't go in there with like super high expectations. And I was like, but what's it about?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's like a it's a it's a mystery like kind of thriller type thing. I love Uh, that. Interesting for sure. Yeah. And then other than that, I've been really into (laughs) Animal Crossing. Like, I mean, I've always been into Animal Crossing. Not always, but, like, over the past year, but Mm -hmm. I've been really into it the last couple weeks, so I've been, like, really into watching people stream Animal Crossing while I play Animal Crossing for, like, inspo.
0: Yeah, You're a real gamer. I
1: love it. I'm such a gamer. You're such a gamer.
0: I mean, I don't even watch streams.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just... This is, like, the first time I've ever really done it. It's been fun because, like, I... With Animal Crossing in particular... -hmm. There's just like so many things you can do that I don't even like really know much about because I didn't play Animal Crossing at all before. Um, This one, yeah, and I don't know. I'm just like not super gamey in general. So there's a lot of stuff that like I need to see people do first before I do it. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean Animal Crossing and like Sims and Minecraft all kind of lend themselves to being streamed. I was like strum, (laughs) strummed, strummed, strum. Yes. yeah no I, I think that's cool i've watched a couple was, streams but like most of the time i can't do it
1: yeah i think it's got to be for me it would like it would have to be a really specific game that i'm like really into at the time like i would have to yeah. be really interested in. it. i
0: know? guess it's kind of like watching like painting stuff on instagram it's right. like stuff that you want to get ideas for you want to you want exactly. to create
1: exactly all right so now that we've caught up on our watching habits over the past couple weeks let's get into it we're going back and we are finishing up season two of bringing up Bates. hell yeah because there's nothing we love more than shitting on fundies fundies yeah yeah i mean literally
0: just give me trash fundies to rag on and i will be happy
1: it's yeah that's all i need that's my nourishment <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm not a breatharian, I'm not a vegetarian. I am a Trash Arian.
1: Trash A fundy <laughs> trash to be <laughs> specific. God, it feels like we're
0: describing the plaths, trash Oh God. Oh <laughs> Lord. Sorry.
1: All right. So let's let's get into it. With episode eight, which is called Life Lessons. So <sighs> This episode kind of starts off with Gil talking about how he learned at age 18 how beneficial homeschooling is. Which is like, where did he learn this? Yeah, homes- Yeah, I mean, not that, like, I, just to be clear, I'm not, like, anti-homeschool in general. I think that homeschool definitely has its place. It's definitely valid. Lots of kids excel at homeschool. Lots of kids need you know specific tailored curricula and instruction and i totally mm-hmm. get that and i think it's valid but like this isn't it, that <laughs> this is not that yes religious
0: homeschooling is very different than like needs-based homeschooling
1: exactly <laughs> um so anyway they decided like before they even had kids i think kelly and gill decided that they were going to be homeschooled
0: yeah Um, I did like that this episode basically started with Kelly and the kids at the table. And it's like they're talking about homeschooling. But then she says, all right, put your Bibles
1: on the Bible shelf.
0: Yeah. like So it was just Bible study. Is that school? Right.
1: Right. Yeah. I wonder, like, how much of it is Bible study and how much of it is, like, academic lessons.
0: Yeah. I mean, Tennessee might not have a a whole lot of state oversight there. (laughs) Would not surprise me at all. Mm Mm-mm.
1: Yeah. So I have a quote from Kelly, which is, I describe our schooling like a three ring circus because I have kindergarten through seniors in high school, which sounds like a goddamn nightmare to me.
0: It does. It honestly sounds horrible. I think the older kids are just teaching themselves and teaching their siblings. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, yeah, the, at one point, um, like it was kind of lo- like they it was kind of like looking like, oh, wow, they kind of like have their shit together for homeschool and stuff. And then all of a sudden, Kelly was like, yeah, the older kids volunteered to help the younger kids, to like, tutor the younger kids. And I'm like, sure, they volunteered. And so mm-hmm. basically, now we find out that the older kids are teaching the younger kids. Which Yeah,
0: yeah. She was all like, oh, you know, I have a degree and I have a minor yeah. in special education. And I was like, oh, okay, so maybe she actually knows a little bit. And then, yeah, no, her children are teaching children.
1: I forgot to mention the college degree. But, yeah, when she said that, I was like, oh, wow, at least, like, she has... I mean, I, I wouldn't say she's qualified to teach all of these kids. Yeah, but she has like lessons.
0: pedagogical knowledge.
1: Right, she's certainly more qualified than Michelle Duggar, at least. God, yeah, but she can tell time. But like now, like she's not even doing all the teaching, or mm-hmm. even most of the teaching. So, nope.
0: But I guess now Tori is the main tutor, and yes. Tori's in college for her teaching degree. Which yes, I don't know how I feel about that. that seems like a lot of pressure to put on a 18 19 year old first of all
1: definitely I do think it is it the I don't know it is nice to see at least that the kids are getting some outside education even though it's at a Christian college that I'm not I don't really know the I I don't really know what their lessons look like but I, I think it's probably better than nothing yeah, and just it's home like school. public
0: school Christians, I assume, would go there, right? So right.
1: It's yeah, fine. I, it is what it yeah. is. So I mean, at least I don't know. At least they're <laughs> getting some sort of education. At least the girl, like it's, it was nice to see Tori, a girl, mm-hmm. being offered that opportunity. Yeah, it does not seem to be the case in all fundy families that. Yeah, no, you know, girls the don't girls usually get treated. to go to
0: college unless they're going right. to college for nursing or, yeah, nursing,
1: <laughs> nursing, yeah midwifery i did
0: so okay so we're talking about this college and it's called crown college and i sent you the website Mm -hmm. but if any of our listeners want to have a really horrifying but enjoyable horror (laughs) go on their website it has eagles and american flag vistas and it's a biblical fucking stuff at the top i don't know it's hilarious and ridiculous and i don't know how that's like an
1: accredited institution but maybe it's not because i've never heard of it Yeah, their website did not look like
0: real. I don't even
1: No, it looked like a fake. It looked completely fake. I don't even know how to describe it. I I was horrified when I was. It was like Fox News University. It yes. It was like the Trump University.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. God, yeah. It looks it looks wild. But at least she gets to meet other people. True. And socialize and get a degree.
1: True. That is good. So moving on, because flying is apparently one of the few hobbies that Fundy Boys can have, Mm -hmm. Nathan is interested in getting his pilot's license. Um, So he basically knew somebody who knew a pilot instructor who was also a pastor, Mm -hmm. which has made it part of his mission to teach people how to use aviation for different mission
0: work. Really just like Nathan not wanting to pay for an instructor right at all which is fine whatever but i don't know this whole thing with fundies and planes and like there's like it's the weird so child weird. trafficking and the adoption rings and stuff i don't know it's weird
1: it's it's bizarre it's it seems like a strange like i'm all for like people interested in aviation but it seems like why are so many people in this community so interested in aviation it seems like not that normal of a hobby Mm-mm. and kind of an expensive hobby like yeah yeah Planes are not cheap. No, not at all. <laughs> Believe it or not, they're not that cheap. Who'd have thunk it? Also, I have a kind of scary quote from Kelly who says, quote, <laughs> when he was younger, Nathan was dyslexic. I don't know. Maybe they beat it out of him. Like, I just, I, I. the way that this was said and the way that it was said so flippantly made me think that, like, they just, like, I don't even know.
0: I don't know either. Like, I heard that part and I thought it was weird. But then, like, why is that even relevant? Like, can he not read, like, street signs or, like, instruments? Why are you bringing know, she, this up at this point? Yeah,
1: yeah. she was like, he was dyslexic, but he's, like, he could he could drive now. And he it's can like, read what you now. You're like, o- okay. It was just very strange. Maybe Nathan the way that has just
0: not read a single word since he started reading. He just says, well, it's like, nope, I'm done. That's it. You got to that- read it to me
1: honestly does not seem far from the truth <laughs> let's be real um anyway i'm just kind of i'm just mostly like like sentences like that make me so concerned for like that these kids are not getting the attention that they need the individual attention and like treatment or help that they might need mm-hmm. it's just it's kind of horrifying to think about yeah
0: yeah yeah i don't know we'll have to see how nathan goes i mean i know he's grown up now so we'll see if he can actually read
1: yeah i mean he's still alive so there's that
0: it's what they want us to believe no
1: (laughs) true (laughs) you never know (sighs) oh i loved um because there are still no swings on the swing set from whenever we were talking about that swing set that they made and never (sighs) finished um gill decided to incorporate manual labor with his children into homeschool lesson uh-huh. to get the swing set done yeah you know you
0: learn it in school swing set crafting from two pieces of wood and two ropes
1: i swear to god that's i would not that swing set looked so fucking rickety as hell i don't even know they just threw the rope over the top i like. know and all the swings were, like, different lengths, like, different heights, and, like, like, some were at an angle, and it was, like, nobody should get on the swing set.
0: No, someone's going to end up, like, twisted up in one stuck up on the log. It looked God, bad.
1: It was awful.
0: I didn't actually even write any notes about this section, except, holy shit, they're still working on the fucking swing set.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> anyway, I loved how, like, the swing set was supposed to be, like, a gift surprise to the little kids, and then... Gil ended up making the little kids, like, make it for themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, he was like, but we're going to do it. But we're going to teach them math lessons and, like, measuring and shit. And it's like, okay. Okay, Gil. Good try.
0: That's a uh, big give a man a fish and he eats for a day. Teach a man to fish and he exactly. eats for his life energy.
1: Right. Um, so we go back to the Nathan plot line. And we meet Mr. Glenn, who is the pilot instructor pastor guy. Yep. and we t- learned a little bit about like what it takes obviously like getting a pilot's license is not like just like a walk in the park apply- exactly there's like all different types of tests there's written tests oral test, skills test, and then there's like different conditions you have to meet to like drive they're flying in the day flying in the night you know mm-hmm. did you have to do that
0: for driving here what did you have to do that for driving your driver's license here did you
1: have to have like logged hours um so well in ohio i i didn't get my license until after i was 18 and so i didn't have to but if you were 16 i think you had to have like so many hours like driven with an adult or whatever
0: yeah we had to do that too and like i see all these movies and stuff where people are just like oh you go practice with your mom and dad and then you just show up and you take the test and you're done and i'm like we had to do a lot more than that
1: (laughs) yeah you i think and at least where I lived back in the day, if you got your license when you're 16, you had to like go to driving school, mm-hmm. um, and you had to like pass the class and then have like so many hours logged. I think maybe with a parent and with a instructor, mm-hmm. it was like kind of it was like a, it was a lot.
0: Yeah, that was my experience too. And then I'm seeing like these kids in Tennessee just driving shit at 14, don't really they care. Scary as hell. <laughs> Scary as hell.
1: I'm not entirely sure where this quote came from, but it's from Nathan at this part, and it's, wind, it'll jump up and grab you.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was him trying to take off, and he was not staying in the center of the runway, and nice. it, it just, like, jerked the plane over. I don't know. This whole thing, good. he's like, you know, I'm really good at the flying part, but the takeoff and the landing, and I'm like, those are the important parts. Yeah. Those are the ones that you I die on. Yeah, I was going to say-
1: I think the the flying part is, like, the easy part, right? Like, that's, you don't really have to do that much once you're up there. Uh Uh-uh, you just look at some
0: buttons and steer.
1: Right, right. Oh, it's scary. Uh,
0: Yeah. But, yeah, of course, he starts talking about how he wants to be in ministry long term. And so he's learning to fly so he can fly around the Philippines, which, like, reasonable because they're an island nation, but also still weird.
1: It is weird. And he did, like keep bringing up the philippines in particular and it's i mean that's where all the duggars went too yeah it is weird like i was like why is there such a focus on the philippines with these people i wonder i don't know probably fucking the
0: dictator of the philippines who's like so super christian Mm -hmm. that he's like killing gay people and drug users so that's their vibe
1: i was wondering if um like nathan was on a mission with like john or john duggar or something into the philippines because i know john kept going to the philippines mm-hmm. and they so i wonder if their missions overlapped or whatever yeah interesting we'll have to weird do some digging dig it up so back to tori she finished up her first semester at college and she got all a's mm-hmm. which is obviously very good so they call gill's mom janny and to <sighs> tell her the good news and she's sending Tori a gift card, and this gift card will come back later.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. It's to Burlington. Yeah, exciting.
1: A, mm, exciting.
0: Um. So then we get Nathan back again at the end of the episode. Nathan is flying home, and everyone's very anxious because it's rainy and windy. But Mr. Glenn is flying with him because obviously he doesn't have his pilot license yet, and that's right. not his plane. Um. <laughs> but right. Uh he's like, oh, I gotta land real good so that my mom will fly with me, and he does not land real good. No. He lands real bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Um, but they lived, so.
0: Yeah, they didn't crash. The plane and everyone inside it was fine. It was just a bit uh, one-wheeled. but Yeah, a bit wobbly at the end. (laughs) God, can you imagine if it had ended with, like, or, like, they were filming that, and then he just fucking crashed it into the run away and then they're like well do we air this or not
1: god they i would (sighs) hope they would air it but they probably shouldn't um (laughs) okay (laughs) so the next episode is called the wedding to-do list and so we open up with an extremely scripted telephone conversation between brandon and michael about how they can use the church which Uh obviously is something they had already established but they needed like a scene where they said it to each other yeah yeah, on
0: speakerphone so that they could both be excited about it. I don't know. Right. This end of the season got kind of weird with their directing and they got like to be a little more TLC feeling by the end. Mm-hmm. I was noticing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. So they have the church, but there are some stipulations. They have to be gone by early evening because there's like a youth group lock-in that night. Mm. And they only have like four hours to set everything <laughs> up that day. Like, they have yeah. the... they, It just sounds like a nightmare, but it sounds exactly like something that the Bates would get themselves into, so... Oh, yeah. It's not a fundy wedding if it's not last minute. No, not at all. So, Brandon is coming into town to help with some of the wedding planning. Mm-hmm. And to get a tuxedo and for them to try on rings and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's very exciting. Meanwhile, even more exciting is Lawson is getting his wisdom teeth out. God. <laughs> <laughs> this whole <laughs> section. I'm just like, Lawson... Shut up, please. I cannot stand Lawson. I don't know if I've made that clear in past episodes, but I cannot stand him. I think Lawson is a Spurgeon. He's a Jeremy for me. Oh, fuck. He's a Jeremy. (laughs) Definitely a Jeremy. So Lawson is really worried about what he might say after he wakes up from surgery. Mm -hmm. And the whole family is making fun of Lawson for his low pain tolerance and for being melodramatic, which is hilarious
0: it is it's so funny um they said that when he got his like front teeth pulled because like he had to make room for all of his teeth when his adult teeth were growing in
1: Mm -hmm. you know
0: baby teeth whatever he apparently was like holding it and he's like i'm bleeding to death because there was blood on the gauze and i mean i get the vibe because i hate dental work but like oh me too just button it up get through it and then go home and cry (laughs)
1: <laughs> for real. For real. Um, do we wanna just continue and do like all yeah. the wisdom teeth stuff? That that would probably be the easiest. Yeah. So um the day of surgery gill is going with him and kelly does not go because she does not handle medical procedures or blood very well which is wild she had 19 children i know that's what they were saying like she can handle the stuff herself but she hates i think seeing her kids in pain or like her kids bleeding which i guess makes sense but yeah but she like
0: faints when yeah they bleed which is not super helpful
1: no not really um not at all
0: Gil brings a camera to film everything that lawson's Mm -hmm. gonna say because obviously and of course gotta
1: take the up tv wouldn't already be
0: filming him anyways (laughs) so they just tell her they just talk talk about how kelly is so bad at medical emergencies that one time she took a kid to the er and had to be put in a bed herself because she got so reclumped about it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah that's not good (sighs) yeah so Lawson survives the surgery, he pulls through, but I have to say, I loved seeing him struggle. Oh my god, it, it was, was so funny, really
0: because like, we've cathartic. all been there. We've all had, you know, little minor surgeries like this that make you feel like mm. shit, but he's just like a little, angry little baby. bag of potatoes.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's got his like little head bandage on, and he's just, he's just out of it. Yeah, he's just like, my legs don't work, I can't move, I'm gonna fall, poor yeah. little child. The nurses and Gil help him into his wheelchair and then get him into the car. Um, And then Lawson does something that, like, honestly, I would probably do. And he takes his phone out when he gets in the car and takes a selfie. And, like, that 100% would be, like, my first instinct. Mm -hmm. And they were all like, I can't believe he did that. And it's like that would 100% be the first thing I did. Yeah. Like, I want to document it. And also I I want to see how weird I look. Exactly. And I wanna make sure that it's that I have it documented. That would I feel you know, bad relating to Lawson in any way, but like that would be my first instinct too.
0: I know. Again, a stopped clock is right twice a day, so
1: I know, I know, I know. Um Yeah, I don't
0: know. Everyone continues to make fun of him and call him a fish and a bubble eyed fit like a bubble eyed goldfish and a largemouth
1: bass. Yeah, I love that everyone was just making fun of Lawson this whole episode. It was great. <laughs> it was really great. Yeah. Okay. So going back to the wedding planning, Mm -hmm. um, we have we meet Kim, who is Michael's wedding planner, and she's planned like I think all of the other Bates weddings. Yeah, she's she's the Miss Cindy. Yes, the Miss Cindy, but (laughs) less stressed out. Yeah, she seems seems like
0: like very chill and just kind of pushy, but that's what you need in a wedding planner.
1: Yeah, exactly. So Michael wants a southern rustic wedding with five hundred to eight hundred people and quote anything less uh, anything under a thousand is a small wedding (laughs) i
0: know and brandon (laughs) then they did his talking head and he's like anything under 50 is a small wedding so (laughs) we're not having a
1: small wedding (laughs) at least
0: one of them realizes it i'm like brandon's the normie like he may be like super religious fundamentalist weirdo but like he at least grew up in a reasonable place
1: (laughs) yeah also, this is off topic, but he looks so much like one of my close friends when I was in high school. and um, that friend in particular is very flamboyantly gay. So he looks like a like straight laced Christian version of my flamboyantly gay high school friend, and it's really it throws me off so much. I mean, he does just look like he really would be in Billy Elliot. and he does.
0: I love gay boys. So I'm not saying this mainly, but yeah, Brandon right. looks like a little gay
1: boy. Well, I mean, I wasn't gonna come out and say it, but
0: I'll say it. I'll I'll take the heat for this one.
1: <laughs> okay, so Michael is adamant also about only spending two hundred and fifty dollars on flowers, which will get you like a flower. Mhm. I think I spent like three hundred on my bouquet
0: alone. Like flowers uh-huh. were some of the biggest expense.
1: They are, yeah, for real we ours weren't too bad because ours we used a lot of succulents which mm-hmm. are a lot cheaper um for our centerpieces but $250 it was a lot more than $250 I'll tell yeah. you that
0: much yeah the only thing we spent money on was my bouquet and my I got a succulent crown
1: oh yeah yeah I saw that Hell I saw yeah. pictures of it
0: um but everything else we did silk
1: mm-hmm. yeah we actually still have one of our centerpieces um and a lot of our, some of our bridal party and like family have centerpieces from our wedding too, and it's succulents, so they're still alive. And it's that's cute. Just I know. Cool. I yeah. love
0: all the succulents because we have some that are still from like our wedding too. And I'm like,
1: yeah, it's like a nice little souvenir to have from your wedding. That's like, much better
0: lot. than freezer cake.
1: Uh, yeah, no thanks. We ate our cake right away. By the way.
0: Yeah, we did too. I we had like a chocolate <laughs>
1: bourbon cake, so. Ooh. Yeah, you're <laughs> not gonna leave that for a year. Fuck that. Mm-mm. So Brandon says the quote that I think every fundy man on these shows always says during wedding planning, which is there's a lot more to planning these things than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) I know. They're always so
0: surprised. You're like, honey, what did you think happened? Like, you've been to a lot of weddings, I'm sure.
1: Like, do you think they just materialize out of thin air? Like, everything needs to be planned. God, I don't know. Yeah. They just have no concept of planning. No, not at all. Or time or anything.
0: Yeah. Um, of course, Gil comes in and says, I hear we're talking about budget. And he's like, Michael is my simplest and most resourceful child. So he's not too worried that she's going to blow the budget.
1: Oh, good. Good, good. Yeah. I mean, Michael definitely seems to be very, like, budget conscious and, like, trying to save money at any, which is fair. I mean, weddings yeah. are fucking expensive.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. So then they go to a jeweler's to go look at wedding bands and of course they have to bring chaperones so they have tori and carlin
1: it was so funny because they did they didn't mention the chaperone part like the word chaperone until a little bit later on and i like complete i don't know i forgot what i was watching (laughs) and i was like why would tori and carlin go with them like why and i was like oh wait they need someone to babysit them i forgot yep to make sure that they
0: aren't banging at the jewelry store
1: god and they were so annoying like tori and carlin together are (sighs) like I hate to be like that but like they're they and they're the type of people who they don't know when to give their opinion and when to shut the fuck up
0: yeah i mean they're 16 year old girls basically at this point yeah and like no one likes 16 year old girls not even 16 year old girls we just have to get through it and thank god most of us were not getting through it on fucking camera
1: that is the goddamn truth. I was insufferable. Not that I'm still not, but I was way more insufferable. <laughs> yeah, like now I it. have
0: more concept of like how my words impact other people. I'm still an asshole. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> um, But, oh God, yeah, they were annoying.
0: All the rings were gross. And Brandon yeah. was like, I didn't even think about the fact with their engagement ring that she'd need a wedding band. And I'm like, yes, we understand. You are a fundamentalist band. You do not think ahead
1: yes exactly we get it we, we, we understand it's clear to us so the other the last like thing they do while Brandon is in town is they go tux shopping mm-hmm. for Brandon um and so their colors are pink and brown because they got inspirations from the cherry blossoms which are part of their engagement um mm-hmm. and so they're getting a brown tux with a khaki vest yeah and they tried a pink vest
0: and it was bad yeah. The khaki vest is slightly better. It is very much what I imagine a minister would wear.
1: Yeah. Like. A hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Like he's going to keep know. that, that suit and he's going to wear it to give some sermons.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: I just. Okay. So have you seen pictures of the wedding? I haven't.
1: No. Okay. I haven't looked at Okay. I'm at so
0: excited because I've looked at a couple because when I look for pictures, I see things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so bad. <laughs>
1: Oh, good. It's I mean, really I bad. didn't have a lot of faith in it, but yeah, it's good to know. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, they did not pull it off. Let me just say that. Tori and Carlin are really annoying here as well. Yeah, and they're and obviously it's... just very bored, which is yeah.
0: reasonable. You don't want to yeah. go tux shopping for not anyone you really
1: yeah. care about. <laughs> You're right. just chaperoning. Um, They play pool at the tux store because there's a pool table. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the end of that around. episode. That was that's a it.
0: short, boring episode, pretty much.
1: Yeah. So moving on to episode ten, Aaron's little miracle. Oh man, oh man. Aaron's gonna pop that baby out. And she, she fucking will. <laughs> she uh, she <laughs> shot that baby out. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Holy yeah. shit! But um, so baby Carson will be here any day now, and Aaron and Chad are kind of finalizing the nursery um and we see all the cool stuff that chad has made for the nursery because chad is does everything and he's, he's wonder handy. man yeah man he just seems like a good dude i'm he does
0: he does he seems like a nice guy
1: he does i agree um we get a lot of miscarriage flashbacks because of course uh-huh we gotta really course. rub that in
0: right can't just be mentioned must see the tears yeah exactly
1: uh, we also talk a little bit about how premature labor is a threat um, with her clotting issues. And so they're kind of trying to get everything together early. There's a lot of, like, kind of scariness around her delivery because of all of her clotting issues and, like, the yeah. medication she's been on. Yeah, she's and, on yeah. blood thinners, could accidentally
0: clot the baby off. So many things could go wrong.
1: Yeah, not great. Kelly's sister Kay is making Michael and Brandall. <laughs> michael and michael, brandola michael and brandola <laughs> michael and brandon's wedding cake and she's made like all the wedding cakes before um so while brandon is in town, they are doing some cake testing and the cake looks amazing that they were yeah. trying like i really wanted some it looks well, so like good. they were like
0: full-ass layer cake too like she didn't yeah. just
1: bake like a little pancake or a cupcake of each cake. yeah it was like a full like piece of cake and it was like a million different flavors yeah they all looked really yummy uh yeah. Um they ended up going with strawberry for the flavor and they're doing like a cherry blossom design on the cake because of the theme. Mhm. Uh, do you want to just like do all the wedding stuff? Yeah, let's then, just get that I out of the way since that's like the secondary thing and yeah, we can just yeah. kind of breeze through it. Um so Michaela starts showing
0: the family dresses, <laughs> the bridesmaids dresses, the flower girl dresses, um maid of honor for
1: Kelly, Kelly, thank you. I was like Michelle, 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 <laughs> the Michelle of the family. God, Kelly. yeah, yeah, mom, mom, Michelle. No, <laughs> yeah. So she said that um, Aaron, Alyssa, and Tori, <clears throat> some of Brandon's sisters, and one of Michael's friends are going to be her bridesmaids, and then Kelly is going to be her maid of honor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they look at dresses. We yeah. get told that the flower
0: girl dress is not going to be in the mocha, but in khaki. Oh, great. To match the vest of Brandon Perfect. in his brown and khaki ensemble. Uh,
1: just so much brown. So many shades
0: of brown. So much brown. I think that's the wedding stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the meat of this.
1: The big parts of this let's episode. Let's get into
0: the little miracles season. Mm-hmm. Season of life.
1: Season of life.
0: Okay. So Aaron and Chad are going on a one night trip on a baby moon. Because mm-hmm. they know it's gonna be their last time where it's just the two of them together with no baby at home to worry about, and Chad surprising her with where it is, so he just tells her to bring some casual clothes, comfy clothes, maybe a dress, be cute, whatever. Um, <laughs> and it's not too far away in case she goes into early labor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so. was really sweet and thoughtful. It was and, like just the right amount of stuff because, like, I, I would, I feel like a like a whole a whole baby moon, like a trip, and like like that's too much, especially for Aaron who's had like a really hard pregnancy mm-hmm. and but like a little nice surprise you know what he actually really thought nice. about all the details exactly it's it was really really nice
0: yeah um so he ends up taking her to knoxville which mm-hmm. was cute he got mm-hmm. them a hotel there and it had like rose petals on the bed and some gift baskets because he knows how she loves gift baskets which oh yeah who doesn't
1: love gift <laughs> this gift baskets? this
0: episode was the episode where i was like do i really hate these people or do i actually like them and i'm like okay yeah. i just like Aaron and chad <laughs> yeah
1: yeah That's it most yeah yeah we'll get we'll get into more hatred soon don't worry yeah um <laughs> So um, he also lets, takes her to a salon and gets her nail, lets her get her nails done. And apparently Chad often does her nails for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was sweet. That was very cute. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Is that all that they do? Oh, wait, wait. No. Um, no, they go into antique shops. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they look at furniture and Chad gets some like ideas because he's thinking of like refinishing furniture as like a side business at some point because i mean it seems reasonable he's a crafty dude yeah i mean why not and that's like a good i don't know i feel like that would be a good like you you could potentially make a lot of money off of that mm-hmm. and like if you're good at it then it's like yeah yeah you if know. you're good
0: at it and you have some money to put into it initially right yeah why not? why not and you can always start it as an after work
1: kind of job exactly like it doesn't have to it's just like what you do in your free time or whatever yeah
0: which i we i don't think we knew that chad worked at a metal recycling company but that sounds like a terrible job
1: yep sure does like garbage man also
0: sounds like a terrible job and like i'm glad garbage people exist and that we pay them a lot of money because that seems like a shitty fucking job uh it sure does and metal recycling seems so
1: sharp it, could it seems get cut. it seems yeah it seems like it could be potentially Painful and loud. Oh God, yeah, definitely. So loud. Okay, so after they go shopping, they go to a nice dinner, and he like gives her a love note on like a whole damn scroll. It's like <laughs> I know. he's like, I couldn't just get you a card because there wasn't enough room, and I'm like, oh man, it's like almost too much for me, but it's sweet. It was. It was sweet. It was. It. I think it's
0: Aaron's love language of hyper romantic yeah. shit where that's not us
1: (laughs) no not me at all but Aaron seemed to really be into it and it's not like it's nice to see a husband you know really going out of their way for their pregnant wife I don't know it's just yeah it was just like this whole episode was really nice too I think in particular just knowing their past and how like their struggles with her miscarriages and getting pregnant and how scary it's been like Mm -hmm. it was just like really nice to see like a supportive couple who genuinely wants a baby so much like have a baby it was really nice
0: yeah yeah i mean with all of these big families it kind of seems like baby making is the expectation and like the thing that you have to do and you just Mm -hmm. keep popping them out who cares if you actually know any of them and it was like nice that they actually cared like
1: yeah they seem to actually like want a baby and not just like think that they have to have a baby yeah yeah exactly um so then we move on and kelly sends some of the older kids off to go buy baby carson some new outfits Mm -hmm. at the thrift store of course because erin only had one baby shower i know (laughs) do you normally have more i know when she said that i was like is that that sounds like normal to me like i think sometimes like especially if a woman is like working like their work will have a baby shower for mm-hmm. them and like so that and then they'll have another shower like with their family or whatever but like yeah i would say one baby shower is normal yeah
0: it, it seems reasonable weird to, me. to
1: expect more than that especially like aaron doesn't have like a job or like you know mm-hmm. it's not like she has like an out another group of people that would want to throw her this another party you know what i mean yeah
0: That's- yeah like i can only kind of see it if you wanted to have like one Side of the family and the other side of the family, like right, do a distance right. or whatever, but like,
1: right, they're all there. Yeah, so I guess they just didn't get enough clothes at the first shower, the one and only shower. Oh god! So they have to go get more, and they, the girls, end up bringing Jeb and Judson, which was a mistake because yeah. they are children, like young children, and get into everything. Yeah, who would have thunk it?
0: But if you brought know, right? like
1: toddlers around. Yeah, I know, right? They're gonna get into stuff and be annoying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So after they do their little shopping, the girls drop off the clothes at Erin's, also to kind of check in on her because she's been not feeling great and having contractions. Yeah,
0: um, she's ready to have the baby now, but she is not excited to do childbirth, which understandable.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: can't I, I feel like there's something wrong with you if you are really excited for the pain part.
1: Yeah, that would I would be
0: concerned if that were the case. Um and then of course she tells a cute little story about how they had baby birds move into their hanging basket mm-hmm. or he did, I don't remember who. Um but then they had a little nest with five eggs and now there's five little babies out there.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's like a season of of rebirth. A season of life. Season of life. <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on, I don't know the next night, a few nights later, Aaron finally thinks she's really in labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carlin has been sleeping over at Aaron's house every night so that she doesn't miss the labor, which sounds annoying. It's very but extra,
0: but maybe it's half because Chad's been at work or something. And so they want yeah, to have fair. someone with her. I would
1: get that. Um, so after the pain gets starts to get steadily worse, they cal- they call Kelly to kind of get her opinion. Um, and then they call their doctor, and their doctor advises them to immediately go to the hospital because of the high-risk situation of the high-risk nature of Erin's pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And on their way out of the door, her water ends up breaking.
0: Yep. Yeah, she's having some real hardcore contractions, mm-hmm. which we find out later. That's because she had a partial pl- uh, placental abruption.
1: Yes. yeah. So
0: she's going through, like extra childbirth right now
1: shit's going it's it's getting crazy and it just gets crazier
0: yeah um she gets to the hospital and she's like i need an epidural and they're like oh no you're Mm -hmm. only 1.5 centimeters dilated and then like half an hour later she's like i feel like i have to push like
1: yeah like um, it's bad and they check her and she's like seven centimeters like a half hour later and it's like holy fucking shit that's so much dilation like the amount of pain I can't imagine In i can't even time, imagine holy shit yeah um it's very stressful <laughs> yeah now it's too late to get the epidural and like there's no like she's just gonna have to deal with it yeah um and then like all of a sudden the baby is just there like yeah it just out of like it just happens she like pushed and, like once and that baby just shot out yep yeah and um but the baby and Aaron are totally fine Mm-hmm. um but yeah like you said she ends up we find out that she had a placental abruption and her labor was less than two hours total because of that it just like i guess when you have the placental abruption like your contractions just like go crazy and like it like gets mm-hmm. the baby out as soon as i think possible. it's like
0: because you're trying to deliver the baby and the placenta at the same time and she gets yeah. really fucked up and like your baby yeah. can die so like yeah. they got lucky that that baby just shot right out of there
1: yeah definitely it could have been really bad so wow I love, I have a quote from Aaron. I would rather be dead than do that 19 times. <laughs> I, know,
0: I know. She's like, I thought I was going to die. I would rather be dead.
1: Yeah. Oh, mood. But to be yeah. fair, um, I don't think Kelly had a placental abruption 19 times. Like, mm-hmm. that sounds like, no. That, but that means baby number two will be like, chill,
0: if she doesn't have one again. Hopefully. She'll be like, this is so much easier.
1: Yeah. Hopefully. hopefully. Um, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, But baby well, Carson is so fucking cute, by the way. He is a head full of hair. He's, like, the most perfect-looking little baby. Mm-hmm. He's so cute. Very sweet. 19 inches, 6 pounds, little tiny mm-hmm. beep. Tiny little beebe. Um, The rest of the family comes, like, and they're like, wow, they weren't expecting the baby to already be there when they get there, but the baby's here. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael, not Michael, Aaron,
0: just, like, fucking lost it when she got Carson in her arms like I mm. Mm,
1: girl <laughs> I know it was it was like I said it's just it was nice to, it feels it felt nice to like feel genuinely happy for yeah. these people having this baby because usually on these funny shows it's like oh great another one but I don't know it felt it felt good this time yeah yeah oh yeah I don't know it was good
0: mm-hmm. but
1: then all of the little
0: kids say that they're thrunkles because they're uncles three yeah. times or, over yeah throncles. Throncles. yeah throncles.
1: Trunkles or thruncles either way
0: but they're hoping they're gonna be quadruncles
1: <laughs> y'all can stop that now
0: well at least they're learning their number roots for true. geometry
1: true that's all, I all got. right <laughs> so moving on to episode 11 boating with the baits
0: yeah we really went right back into i hate all of these people in this episode mm
1: uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm so to start off we check in a little bit with chad and aaron and baby carson um chad's mom came to help out around the house and to visit after carson was born mm-hmm. um carson was born a month early but he was six pounds which is i mean for a month early being six pounds was pretty good my brother yeah. was a month early and he was four pounds so um thankfully baby carson didn't have to be in the NICU at all he could just come straight home so that's really awesome yeah he was fully cooked fully cooked and ready to go <laughs> oh the next thing we do we get a um a crazy burlington ad yeah in this episode when tori gets her gift card from her grandma and goes shopping for her good grades and it was just like a, an overt burlington ad
0: yeah she had to model each shirt for her family mm-hmm. and carlin was like
1: i'm gonna take that one and you're like honey these are not your
0: clothes like i know they share clothes but like let her have the new thing that she bought right right
1: mm, yeah i'm so glad i didn't have a sibling growing up <laughs> i had one but i had a brother so like we didn't fight over the same shit yeah <laughs> we and you guys had your own the same shit paths. right um so Gil and kelly call a family meeting to go over the weekly schedule and of course because they're the baits they decide last minute to take a family day trip to the lake
0: mm-hmm. they're like oh man we're so busy this week that we
1: should add a trip to the lake on monday Exactly. Um, so of course, like, because it's debates, it's last minute, um, and they're like scrambling to get everything together at the last minute. Um I don't know I just have a solitary quote from Gil, which is everyone don't need their own personal towel.
0: Yeah, they were fighting about how many towels to bring and like just give everyone a towel. What if they and- get chili?
1: Everyone should have a towel. At least
0: <laughs> everyone should have like a towel and a half. Like Exactly. Extra you have towels extras. will
1: never be bad with children.
0: No. Um God. But of course they get distracted from leaving yes. because Michael's bridal pet brat, brat, brat bridal pet brat, brat. <laughs> Bridal party dresses come in the mail and they we get to see the khaki flower girl dress. Hmm. It's Beautiful.
1: khaki. It's khaki. It's so khaki. It's very khaki. Um and then as they're scrambling to go out the door, they almost forget the boat plug, which, you know, you need. And the boat butt plug. <laughs> the boat boat butt plug. Because um, you stick it in the boat hole. I mean, yeah. I mean, what else I'm is so it? I'm
0: sorry. It was just so funny to hear them say boat plug like four times. I don't know why. Yeah.
1: they And it's like they have no idea. Anyway. The um, they don't even fucking leave until lunchtime. And like they're, this is supposed to be like a lake day yeah like they brought they're fishing not like poles and shit,
0: which like you fish at dawn and dusk
1: yeah like what the fuck oh we get a once we get to the lake we get the you know normal like oh swimming with skirts is not that big of a deal it doesn't completely suck um i refuse to believe that they were like mm-hmm. fully clothed swimming yeah. that sound looks awful
0: like i've had a bathing suit that had like a little skirt on the bottom yeah. part
1: and like that fucking sucks
0: i want to rip that off like half the time
1: yeah, but these are like legitimate like skirts and like leggings under. It's like, why are you guys, why? Why are you like this?
0: Exactly. Why, why do you think God does not want to see your bodies?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, fine. it really is fine. They're just bodies. Um, yeah. this is The first lake trip with the married couples and the grandbabies, which is fun. Mm-hmm.
0: And then we get, we get a good uh, loss and torture scene oh, right yes. at the beginning, too.
1: Yes. Always good.
0: So they have swimmer's ear plugs because they all get swimmer's ear and Lawson doesn't plug his nose when jumping in from a fucking, you know, jumpy deck thing and uh, gets a swimmer's ear and fills his whole head up with lake water. And now he has brain amoebas.
1: Poor Lawson. I feel (laughs) so bad for him.
0: R.I.P. No, he didn't really die, but you could. They had that whole thing (laughs) in North Carolina last year,
1: year before last
0: with the brain eating amoebas. Mm -hmm. Fuck that.
1: Mm hmm. No, thank you. Fuck lakes. Um, and then, like, in the middle of, you know, their day, it just starts to pour the fucking rain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they take a little break. And. Um... <laughs> they eat sandwiches. They oh, eat yeah. a whole lot of
0: sandwiches for, I guess, this is probably dinner.
1: <laughs> Some meal. They all argue about what a lull means. L-U-L-L, uh-huh. lull and um tori says it means a break and like a break and and nobody believes believed her that she knew that what it meant even though she was right like ma'am
0: is going to college too like that's not like <laughs> a 500 hundred dollar word that's like
1: a one dollar yeah, word exactly at this point like or like after the storm goes the adult couples decide to leave all the older kids want to leave because it's like fucking gross outside but Gil wants to water ski because he brought the water skis
0: Yeah, which I mean, I get when you're like a parent and you don't get to do the fun thing because you have to do it for the kids first and then you don't get to
1: do the fun thing. I get that. Mm -hmm. So he does his water skiing and he sprays everyone on the dock like he does every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really have much else to say about this episode. Um, the only other thing
0: was that there was a huge clap of lightning and thunder that happened really close to them when it was storming and oh, it scared yeah. the shit out of everyone so much so that Tori threw her sandwich into the boat <laughs> and everyone got so mad that she threw the sandwich into the boat and she was everyone was screaming. It was
1: so much. It was a lot, but I, I feel like 100% I would throw my sandwich in the boat. Like, I get easily scared, startled very easily, and I oh, yeah. scream and, like, jump, and so there's no telling what's going to happen. I don't
0: scream, but I think I almost am worse than that because Chris always yells at me because whenever I get startled, like, you know, we're out driving or something, and I think something's going to hit the car or whatever, I just go... <gasps> he's like what i'm like there was a squirrel on the side of the road and he's like oh my god
1: (laughs) i make all kinds of weird noises when kyler's driving because i have so much anxiety with driving Mm -hmm. and he He's not always the most cautious driver, like, and he's not like a bad driver, but he's just not as cautious as I am, in particular. Mm-hmm. And he, I will always be like, <gasps> <and laughs> making like, crazy. and he's just like, he just ignores it. He just is used to it by now.
0: Yeah, Chris still isn't used to it. I think because he's also an anxious, he's an anxious passenger, but a bold driver. And yeah, I'm like, so why of- can't you have any empathy for people like you? <laughs>
1: See, Kyler has no anxiety at all in his body, not an ounce, so. He
0: just does stuff. Like, he doesn't even think about it.
1: He just does stuff raw. It's disgusting. (laughs) Gross. Gross. (laughs) Okay, so moving on to episode 12, the quest for the dress. The quest for the dress. Say yes to the quest for the dress.
0: (laughs) Say, um. heartily thou, one shall go t- on the quest for the dress.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: I don't know. I was trying to do, like, a Holy Grail thing.
1: I loved it, though. It got like, oh,
0: fucking weird, sorry.
1: It's okay. <laughs> You're, it's, this is a weird show. It's fine. Hell yeah. Um. So, starting out this episode, the family is in North Carolina for Kelly's sister Beth's wedding shower. Mm-hmm. So, while they're in town, they decide to stop by Aunt Kim's house, who's also Kelly's sister, to go over michael's wedding flowers Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and um they decide based on her budget and what she wants to just do silk cherry blossoms and silk bouquets everything silk because like the whole
0: thing about cherry blossoms is they only bloom for like a week yes ever right and like they're just getting married three months later like if you wanted to have a cherry blossom wedding why didn't you just i mean i know it's because they want to have sex but just wait until like the next april
1: exactly it's not uncommon to be engaged a year i was engaged a year and it was didn't even feel that long it did not feel that long no it felt quite short yeah like planning a wedding is i mean it's a it's a thing it it wasn't bad having a year long to do it it was that felt it felt like a good Mm -hmm. pace you know anyway yes so they got their silk flowers figured out which is Mm -hmm. good nice and then they kind of panic that they
0: have 62 days left till the
1: wedding which yeah, that's not much. No. Not much. Kelly's sister Beth is getting married one month before Michael. Actually she's getting married on my birthday, July eighteenth. Hell yeah. Also Jim Bob Duggars. Oh fuck. Birthday. but it's yours no. now. You took it. It's mine. It's my birthday and Beth's wedding day. And um we talk a little bit about Beth. She is adopted along with her sister Becca, and they're about the same age as Aaron. Mm-hmm. and so while like they're technically aunts yeah they're much more like cousins cousins, in that relationship right right. um beth is marrying a man named
0: Geroniki, and my phone hated typing that word on my notes (laughs) it was like geronimo geronimo and i'm like stop
1: stop (laughs) my i when i take notes a lot of times i'll um like dictate them Mm -hmm. and and my phone does not like gill I don't know why. It always says girl. And so my, my notes will always just say girl and Kelly. And I'm just like, okay, well, at least I know what it means. It doesn't, you know, it's fine.
0: Yeah. Um, they did the toilet paper wedding dress shower game mm-hmm. that everyone's heard of. And they described it to us like no one's ever heard of this game before.
1: Right, right. <laughs> um, and I loved that Gil ended up taking the toilet paper home. Yeah. That they used so he could use it at home.
0: Yep, it's because it's the soft stuff.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: He's going to, like, hoard that in a little bag and take it to just his
1: bathroom. I hate hate the thought of this. Just for pooping. Just for pooping. (laughs) Okay, so back in Tennessee, Chad and Aaron take little baby Carson to get his professional newborn baby pictures done. And he's so cute it was so cute and i don't know
0: why Mm -hmm. everyone in the talking heads were being such a shit on this show being like Mm -hmm. i don't know why they take pictures of the
1: baby's nude i don't know why they take pictures of newborns they don't do anything but sleep and i'm like because they're little cute i see that take a lot online and i don't understand it because like i don't think people understand like your baby is only that little for like days like babies change so fast and you want to like document their whole life and i i completely understand getting like professional newborn baby pictures taken and like i don't know uh, it's like that seems less weird than
0: engagement photos to me honestly
1: yeah i agree it's like up on the level
0: of like wedding photos
1: Mm -hmm. yeah like it's your baby like i'm i'm gonna be taking pictures of my baby you best believe it yeah um okay so but anyway baby carson is literally like so fucking cute i could mm-hmm. not handle it and this
0: photographer was so good with the baby she like, was
1: man most baby baby photographers just kind
0: of have to like wait it out but this mm-hmm. one's like i'm just gonna touch this baby's face and say gentle
1: yes <laughs> and like she had like the baby touch to her like she just like knew how to like calm she's- a baby <laughs> she's parcel tongue but but for babies that's a useful skill especially if you're a newborn baby photographer <laughs> yeah
0: should be like that and nick you, doctors. The, that's what you get to do if exactly. you get a baby.
1: Yes. Um, okay, so Michael is going wedding dress shopping and takes a bunch of the girls with her. Pretty much like everyone is the there. The whole gaggle. Too many people, if you ask me. Yeah. So many people
0: to give opinions on your wedding dress.
1: Yeah, and that's and it's hard too because wedding dress shopping, like, ultimately. If you go shopping for somebody else's wedding dress, like, it really doesn't matter what you think about it. Like, you're just there. You're supposed to be there just to support them and, like, help them find what they want. Mm-hmm. But um, when you have this many people, especially a lot of, like, like Tori and Carlin. 16-year-old, 16-year-old girls. 16-year-olds, you know, with opinions. It's just a mess.
0: Yeah. Um, it was a lot. I don't think she should have brought everyone, but I get it. Everyone will feel yeah, very I mean, shunned if you don't. Right
1: i mean yeah it would be hard to like pick and choose yeah you know
0: like only the big girls get to come or only the right. little girls get to come right. anyways i don't know um so right. they've waited this long because they didn't want to look for a dress while brandon was in town because she wanted to spend all of her time with brandon which i get
1: but but also like wedding dresses are an important part and usually take a long time and so yeah like you should have done it before he came before he came yeah um, but she wants a modest, simple dress with a train. Mm-hmm. That's her criteria. And she so says,
0: "Make me look skinny. And I'm like, baby, yeah. girl,
1: you are skinny. You are skinny. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need anything to help you look skinny. You look uh-uh. perfect the way you are. So they try on a bunch of dress. The first dresses they try on. the first dress they try on is a ball gown. Mm-hmm. and she likes it but doesn't like how poofy it is i'm already like at this point i'm already starting to get really annoyed with tori because she just like will not shut the fuck up Mm -hmm.
0: yeah on this one she thankfully got got it right because michael Mm -hmm. was like oh i hate this it's too poofy i hate this it makes me look like a pooster. and Yeah. yeah but of course second dress tori has to say shit again
1: yeah yep pretty much every dress yep She tries on an A-line. No one really likes it. Um, A dress too fitted. um, Didn't like the fabric. Let's see. Dresses. She likes the style, but not the actual dress. So she starts feeling very discouraged after trying on, like, a bunch of dresses. Because Mm -hmm. nothing is really hitting what she wants. But then. But but then. then. She comes out in the last dress. Which is pretty much perfect, but a little too poofy. But obviously, like. You can take the po- some of the poof out. That's yeah.
0: always a You can de-poof. And they said they were going to use some of the poof for the sleeves.
1: Yes. But the dress ends up being expensive. It's yeah. like $1,600 for the dress and then like 400 for alterations, which like is – I mean, that's like a normal – I would say a pretty normal price for a dress nowadays. Mm-hmm. But like for the Bates family, for the Duggar family, like I would – that's a lot of money.
0: Yeah. I mean, I – Couldn't do it. I spent, Mm -hmm. I think, like 150 on my dress because I was just like, I'm gonna wear it once. Mm -hmm. I'm never gonna want to wear it again. (laughs) Right, right. So yeah, I mean, I don't. I I think spend the money on what makes you happy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mine was like a little. Mine wasn't this expensive. It was a little less, but I was like really. I just like needed a dress that I felt good in. You know, that was like important to me. Um. So I, I like get you know, spending extra on a dress that, like, you really love and you feel really beautiful in. I yeah, totally
0: if you fun. feel great in it, I don't care how much money it is. But also, I mm-hmm. don't think fucking Kleinfeld should be charging $10,000 for a fucking oh. dress.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's, like, a middle-of-the-line dress there. Like, they're yeah. just, like, crazy
0: Like, I get shit. paying the people who design them and people who sew them and stuff and pay them well and fairly, and it's a, it's a labor-intensive thing,
1: but, like yeah I'm not paying $13,000 for my wedding dress sorry okay so moving right along do you have anything else to say about that episode Uh,
0: she leaves without the dress
1: yeah so she's like doesn't have a decision but she at least kind of like I don't know I guess knows what she wants but like it seems like you gotta make a decision here girl yeah you're like like... 60 days out from your wedding you gotta just do it just bite that bullet Mm Mm-hmm. You've waited too long to be picky now. You mm-hmm. gotta, you know. Alright, so episode 13 is Addie and Ellie's pool party. Woo!
0: So we so, call them family meeting mm-hmm. at the compound. And they always know there's an important announcement when there's a family meeting. Ooh. Um, so it's that Addie and Ellie wanted a pool party for their birthdays. But their birthdays were in February and April, so it wasn't warm enough to be pooling. So now mm-hmm. they're pooling. And then they talk a whole lot about how many birthdays and shit that they've missed and not had parties yeah. for and how they're always catching up with all their kids. And I'm like, maybe you had too many children.
1: That's probably a sign that you should have scaled back a little bit. mm mm-hmm. yep. um, Yeah, so they decide to, like, try to make good on some of their unfulfilled promises. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first thing to address is that Gil promised to teach Josie to play tennis. And so he takes her to play tennis yep and yeah it doesn't go particularly well no
0: it no. gets better but she's you know she's what like 13 so
1: yeah something like that
0: not being yeah. good at something immediately is a very harsh reality
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <sighs> but i mean yeah. it was nice to see you know Gil getting some like one-on-one time with you know, it was nice to see, like, the parents trying to do it, even though I'm yeah. sure it's not, like, a super regular occurrence, but I don't know. Yeah, they're it's probably like, something... we get
0: one, one one-on-one per month with each kid, and that ends yeah. up being, like, a year between children.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and the next promise that they talked about was Kelly needs to take Trace clothes shopping. Because mm-hmm. he's too tall. He's too tall, growing out of all this shit. Um, And they kind of talk a little bit about what Trace wants to do because he has one semester left of high school and he wants to get a job, go right into work and make money. But he doesn't want to work in trees because he doesn't like it. That's reasonable. That's a scary, dangerous, buggy job. Can you imagine how much fucking
0: bugs are in that? No, no,
1: thanks. (laughs) No, I'm good. I'm good. I hate outside. (laughs) I do too. I do too. Um, Kelly really tries to encourage him to take some classes at Crown, which is where Tori is going. Um, And he said he might, but he's really just looking to get a job for now. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. um, They say that they'll pay for the first semester of his school so that if he finds something he likes, maybe he'll do it. Mm
1: -hmm. We, of course, get a Gil crying scene when he's talking with Josie. And Josie talked about how special it is to get some alone time and doing things with her dad. And Gil cries mm-hmm and it's like if you had for your
0: children you'd be able to do this like way more often all the time yeah exactly if you had like three kids you could have like one-on-one every other day
1: imagine that <laughs> that's not what the lord wanted for them jillian nope the god lord blessed counted the children for them exactly so we talked a little bit about birthdays for birthdays every year Gil and Kelly take the kids out to restaurant by themselves for their birthday, and they also get a party of whatever they want, Mm -hmm. which is nice, I guess. Um, And so because Addie and Ellie wanted a pool party, they had to find a pool to use that the whole family could go to. And so Whitney's mom, Whitney and Zach's wife, um, is allowing them to use her pool for the party. Mm -hmm. I would just be like, all right, here's the pool. And then leave. <laughs> yes. I would be like, okay, I'm going to stay at a friend's house for the day. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys can use it, but sorry. I've got
0: I've got plans. I'm gonna be in anywhere but here.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, um this was very funny because again, fundy men are not prepared. So Gil mm-hmm. bought cake mix instead of cakes to bring to a pool party at someone mm-hmm. else's house.
1: Yeah. Um so Kelly has to go to the store in the middle of the party to get a made cake.
0: hmm
1: And, um, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> but they do, um, praises before presents, which is where every kid gives the, like, birthday kid a compliment, which I thought was, like, is a nice thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's,
0: it's not a bad parenting strategy
1: to mm-mm. give people kind of a boost of what they've done right the past year yeah. of their lives. It's just, like, with this whole family, like, you have to think, like, this is, like, the only attention they're getting all year, you Mm -hmm. know? (laughs) Like, not great, but it is nice to see it happen at least once. Yeah, I mean, this doesn't happen in the Duggar household,
0: I don't think, so. Mm -hmm. If we're using them as the baseline.
1: Right. Bates are a
0: step up above Duggar.
1: Yeah, that is the truth. That is the ultimate truth. Which, I mean, is not that hard to be a step up from the Duggars, but...
0: This next episode, this whole next episode, episode 14, Hello, Dollywood.
1: Oh, yeah. Just so much, so much in this one.
0: It was so much. And this was the episode that really started to feel like really TLC to me because they started doing recaps like they were going to commercial Mm -hmm. like of what's coming up. And I was like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah. Yeah. So we have to see like the same clips like four different times in the same episode. Yeah. Which thankfully some of those clips were Mm -hmm. worth it yeah yeah so Lawson was asked to perform at Dollywood's bluegrass festival and the family will also be performing there uh the whole family's going including John and Alyssa and baby Allie and this is the first time that the whole family's been there since baby Allie was born which is Mm -hmm. exciting um they get this huge cabin that's four stories
0: tall it's Mm -hmm. huge
1: and dangerous (laughs) very dangerous yeah um, they, but on their way there, they do some practicing in the car because, quote, yeah. in normal Bates style, we've only practiced about twice, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's great, um, but once they get to the cabin, John and alyssa and are already there, and they all fight over baby Abby bat Abby Ally, sorry, mm-hmm. and like you said the the cabin is like fucking crazy big, the kids are it has going an elevator. Crazy yeah that they break within a few hours of being there by the way yes um yeah they have to immediately call a family meeting over safety rules because things need to be established
0: and they tell this fucking story about how when
1: isaiah was three
0: he fell into the fucking sea because he leaned on some bars and they mm-hmm. rusted through from the seawater and he fell through. And so he broke through ribs, got blood on his brain, fractured some bones, but didn't die because three olds yeah, are kind of bouncy. They,
1: the way they were talking about it, they were like, oh, yeah, but he was fine. But he, you know, fractured his ribs. He had a brain bleed. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, they're like,
0: he only fell a few stories.
1: Yeah, it's like, um, excuse me. Yeah, I think they were like, yeah, he fell like four stories. Like, oh, just casual. Yeah, you just... Dumped your baby off of a fucking, like, bank building, basically. Jesus. I mean, <sighs> just nuts. <sighs> so, the first day they're there, they get ready and go to the Dixie Stampede that evening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have trouble, like, wrangling all the kids together because they can't find them all in the house. Because the yes. house is so big.
0: Um, Yeah, Dixie Stampede, which I think now is called Dolly Stampede, because, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> It's it's horses. It's horse stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a horse show. It's mm-hmm. very exciting. Everyone's very excited about the fire hoop and the horses jumping through it. People oh, dancing yeah. on horses. Horse dancing.
1: I I went to Dixie Stampede when I was a kid. How was it? It wasn't for me. Fair. I like horse. I mean, it was stuff. fun. It was fun, but like I don't know. I I just remember like I went to Gatlinburg a couple times as a kid, and I fucking hated it every time I went. And so I was probably just like not in a good mood. That's so I was fair. A very angsty child. I get it. Me too. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to um, be a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we get to hear uh, Lawson yodeling though, which was awful. It was. It was so bad. Um. So then they had this like,
0: I don't know. I just want to call it like a halftime show <laughs> where yeah. they all competed. With buckets of water, had to pour water in the buckets, I don't know, and they had to win something.
1: Yeah, it was weird, but some of them won, I think. I don't know. Yeah,
0: Trace, Lawson, and Nate all were on the winning team, Mm -hmm. and so then they went back and talked to some of the stampede riders, including Shadow, the trick rider.
1: Shadow, that's a cool name. I'm adding that to my baby name list. Hell yeah. Shadow, (laughs) I love it. What could you have? You could have like a shadow and like a light- Shadow and Light, Twins. Oh, I love it. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> um, go on. Oh, I was going to say, they kind of like jokingly talk about Trace working at the Dixie Stampede because he loves horses and stuff, and he's like super into it.
0: God, I think he might actually apply and try to do it. I know. I know. He really seemed to be Cause, into like, it. Because like the Dixie Stampede, like manager dude came out there and was like, you know, we're looking for new people.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. God, is I mean, that what I he's going to do? I mean, I guess whatever works for you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yep. Guess it's a step up from a carny.
1: True. (laughs) Very true.
0: You're a horse carny.
1: Ew. Sounds weird. (laughs) I don't like that. It's not great. It's not great. not great. All right. So the next day, it's time to go to Dollywood, Mm -hmm. which I went to Dollywood, too, and I enjoyed going to Dollywood.
0: I've never been, but it's on my list of things to do because I like Dolly. I love
1: Dolly. We got Did you get Moderna? Yeah. We got Dolly vaccine. We did, yeah. There they have a sh- I saw I found a shirt on Etsy that was like I got the Dolly Parton vaccine or something and I kind of want to get it because I Hell love yeah. Dolly Parton.
0: I want to get a mask that says that I got the Dolly Parton uh, vaccine because I'll oh, say yes. that I'm vaccinated and also
1: I got the Dolly so, Parton one. Yes, exactly. Um okay.
0: So, God, they go on the rides. The first one they go on to is called like the fire
1: starter fire mm-hmm. something.
0: I can't remember. My phone auto corrected it to the firecracker. So I don't <laughs> remember. It's gone. From I me don't forever. know. I don't
1: have the name of it, but something like that.
0: But basically, the big kids are paired up with the little kids to go and make them feel safe and comfortable, and immediately the big kids don't tell the little kids that they're going on a scary-ass roller coaster and traumatize the fuck out of them.
1: Yeah, for real. This was not not thought out well. Like, that's not- you can't do that.
0: No, you can't trust 16-year-old girls not to be cruel.
1: My that like something similar happened to me as a kid. I went to Kings Island with my one of my old like older cousins Mm -hmm. and he like didn't trick me, but like kind of blackmailed me into going on this like really scary roller coaster. And it was like fucking traumatizing for me. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. I feel this. I had the same kind of experience with one of my like childhood friends, babysitters. I think she was like, you know, 18 or whatever.
1: Yeah. She just
0: like bailed on us in the thing in the uh, at the theme park too so like we were just there like nine-year-olds by ourselves at a giant theme park
1: (laughs) jesus christ
0: no thank you Uh, how we didn't die i don't know but callie is basically doing this whole ride just yelling no no please stop it please stop it and she's trying to get out and jump out
1: yeah that's scary and she kept talking about how her stomach hurt and it's like this this girl's about to throw up and it's gonna be awful thankfully she didn't but oh i felt really bad for her though like that's
0: Mm-hmm. I know, and then, of course, they continue to tease her, like, "haha, yeah. do you want to
1: go again? Yeah, it's like, no, no, not cool. You're supposed to be comforting and not a shithead. Yeah, I just don't... You, I just just be nice to people. Well, come on. You don't don't have to be haze your siblings. For real. Save it for college. Yeah, exactly. Not <laughs> when they're little. Kelly's scared of heights, so she usually, like, gets out of going on roller coasters by holding babies. But they decide to make her go on a roller coaster
0: yep the soaring eagle the wild eagle whatever it is it's so, yeah one of the ones where your feet dangle
1: mm-hmm.
0: It's a hardcore roller coaster
1: it is and it was terrifying
0: yeah yeah she didn't like it i think she almost broke gill's arm which was mm-hmm. great the photos were worth it
1: <laughs> yes but she said she's never doing it again
0: which that's fair. I mean, I love fair. roller coasters, but I went on a roller coaster like two years ago, and I don't know if I'm going to go on roller coasters being over the age of twenty five.
1: I was gonna say I liked them a lot as a as a like teenager, but I get really bad motion sickness right now, mm-hmm. yeah, and sometimes it just it depends on the type of roller coaster. But yeah, I I definitely not as much as I used to.
0: Yeah. Most of the time it's like, oh, why do my arms hurt the next day? Mm -hmm. Because you've been like crushed by the thing or like slammed against the side. You're like, why do I have these 18 bruises? Yeah. It's hardcore.
1: Hardcore. (laughs) So amidst all of the fun roller coasters at Dollywood, their performance is looming. And they kind of it's like a whole bluegrass festival. So they see like some of the performers and they're like, oh, shit, some of these people are really good. Like maybe we should practice a little bit more, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, Like maybe you should practice
0: for a performance
1: that you've been invited to do. And
0: I feel like probably had some monetary change of hands or they paid for their stay there or whatever. Like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely it's like you guys need to practice that's yeah. kind of expected that's your end of the bargain right um so but while they're practicing a storm rolls in um and so they announce that they're kind of have to hold off the bluegrass festival and it's kind of a bit touch and go for a second there mm-hmm. um, but eventually the rain does clear up and the baits can finally perform
0: yep they were only about 30 minutes delayed Everybody was not wearing matching outfits this time. They really put more effort into that dance one at the beginning. Yeah. The first yeah, season. They really
1: they really did not care about this at all.
0: Mm-mm. Um yeah, lots of Fox News vibes talk.
1: Mm-hmm. I think the Lord, thank we the live, Lord in to live in America. <laughs> yes. Yep. The family the family sings God bless America, don't they, I think?
0: Yeah, I think it was God bless America. Yeah. It was their it's their patriotic medley mm-hmm. and then um the bigger kids continue onwards, so Carlin mm-hmm. does her yodeling, and
1: mm-hmm. then she
0: makes Lawson sing a song called Pork Rinds about leaving a girl because she wants him to stop eating pork grinds,
1: yeah, great, cool, awesome, awesome, um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say about that, we yeah, kind of. End the season by reflecting on things they're looking forward to, like Brandon and Michael's wedding. Um, Aaron and Chad are already ready for another baby. Yeah, I know. It was last episode. She's
0: like, I want to die before I do that again. And then she's like, he
1: needs a little brother. Yeah, and it's like, okay.
0: But again, typical fundies, they say, well, before we have another baby, we got to sleep. And then we have to learn how to be parents. It's harder than we thought.
1: She should learn how to be parents before your parents. I mean like obviously some of like the parenting like comes with like
0: having the baby and being a yeah. parent.
1: But like there are things you can prepare for before the baby's here. Can read a couple you books. That. Yeah.
0: Um and then maybe don't have a second kid until you're confident with the first one. That that's a big one, I would say, cuz adding the second one just means more lack
1: of sleep and Exactly. You got two schedules to work on that yeah. aren't yours, not just one. Yep. That's it. But That's yeah, all I got to say I about think, them for this season. I know. I think that, that wraps it up. But, I mean, I it's just it's nice to be back and shitting on Fundies where I belong. Yeah, it's been an experience, y'all. It's been yeah, good. Yes, it has been good. But I think we're planning to continue on with the Bates. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you guys have any suggestions for things that you would like us to watch – or cover or talk about if you have anything to say about this episode about any of our past episodes or if you just want to say hey you can email us at tvliterate at gmail.com and you can find us
0: all over the internet at tv literate we're on twitter tumblr facebook reddit patreon everywhere just look for us and you can send us stuff there or message us um, we get quite a few messages on instagram and we love to read them and it's so cute I don't know. Yes. We just love you guys. Thanks for listening we, to us.
1: We literally like love hearing from you guys. It makes our day whenever we hear from one of you guys. And yes. yeah, if you guys have a minute also and you would like to leave us a review, that would be great as well. Um, and we will be back next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye.